back. Super name, super name, easy man. Yeah, super name, super name, easy man. Yeah. Wow, I did intro. How about that, Frank? Jimbo Springsteen. What? Where was I going there? Jimbo Dylan. We got folky on everybody. <laughs> well, you said the day would come when when the the big bad music industry would come after us, and and I, they did not. But uh, no. we, we figured we figured let's uh, get away from the audio of that of that song and make it our own, as they say, yes. Frank. No more Vince McMahon can't come after us anymore. Um. Because it was WW. Anyways, Jim. That's right. And those aren't, aren't even yes. the chords to the actual song. That's almost like that's our own song. Like those, our lyrics are our lyrics. Yes. Our chords. Now that it's official and it's recorded, you have to pay us if you want to use that. How about that? Super ain't easy uh, now. No. We'll see you in court. <laughs> How are you, Frank? <laughs> Good, Jimbo. How was your week in soup? Oh, you know, it's been a fun, crazy week, but it's also the first day of spring, so happy spring for you. Oh, thank you. And to you, for you and to you. How's the weather? Oh, it's... <laughs> Is it spring? Has it sprung for you? Yeah, it's... Well, it was gloomy today, but it's Pennsylvania. It's the Seattle. Yeah, it's the Seattle of uh, the East. So uh, that's what I call it. That's my nickname. Uh, it rains a lot here. What can I say? Um, Does it? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, I've had, like, the last, like, three summers, it's rained, like, almost, it will rain, like, five out of the seven days um, of the week. Like, it's constantly raining. It's like Florida, basically, where in, like, Orlando, you're just, like, expecting it to rain every day um, at, like, some point. Um Unlike the drought, the desert Mojave of California. It did rain today. It did rain today. They say April showers bring May flowers, but it's, <laughs> it's raining here in March. But speaking of spring, Frank, I went, um, as, as everyone has done, um, preparing for what's to come. You've hit up your grocery stores, I'm sure, Frank. Um, along with that, Adult Only has hit up the liquor stores. And I have a special one for today, knowing that it is the first day of spring. I'm in the fridge as Alec is trying to do his job. We'll, we'll get ready for that. Oh, if you'd stop talking, I could play it. Um, wait, no, I don't want to delete. Sorry. It's time for the Adult Only segment with Jimbo. There we go. Perfect timing. <laughs> Perfect timing. I was trying not to interrupt you. I was trying not to be rude. I'm sorry, Alec was trying not to be rude. Um, That's we right. Were trying to have our manners. So, what he was on point. Yeah. So, and I, I saw this. Number one, bought the sampler pack because you know me and sampler packs, and um, not knowing what it actually said on the box, but it is from Boston's favorite Samuel Adams got the sampler pack and it was a spring sampler pack frank can you believe that no so in that pack you got a couple options one of them i've never heard of this but it reminded me of spring hence why it was in the pack i'm guessing samuel adams limited release mountain berry 
Whoa, Frank. I've never heard of that. Mountain Berry. Let's get out of the kitchen. Let's go back to the soup zone where the soup podcasting takes place. This is actually like my domain. Like, obviously, I don't drink Samuel Adams or alcohol, but um, I, my, well, my family, uh, extended family is a big Sam Adams family, so. Limited edition. This might be brand spanking new. Uh, Mountain Berry, it's bright and light. It's a light-bodied ale with notes of bright fruit. So here we go, Frank. A little bit of a, a nice little summary they have on the label. Bright and light. This light ale is aged on raspberries and blackberries grown in the Pacific Northwest. Interesting because Boston is nowhere near that, but go on. Uh, <laughs> The bright fruit notes, refreshingly light body, and striking color and aroma make this the perfect brew for changing things up. All right. Um, alcohol by volume, 4.1. So this is, um, this is a nice light one. Color-wise, kind of – it is light. I'm getting um, redness in there. That might be from the berries. Going for the smell. Mmm. Very, very berry. Very berry Sunday from Costco. You know what I'm talking about, that one, Frank? Yes. Mm. Just went for the sip. That's good. Now, the first sip's good. My fear is you're going to get sick of it after. You, you're not going to want another one because it's very, um, I wouldn't say pungent, but the aroma is there. Like I'm kind of gnawing on flowers. Or gnawing on berries. <laughs> it's a lot of things happening. You don't even really know it's beer, but it's there. Um, it's a sipper. It's not a let's get drunk off of mountain berry. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Because getting drunk. Okay. <laughs> get it? Um, okay. It's it's a weird one, Frank. It's every sip's a little different. Um, I like it. I don't love it. I'm gonna go half. Do I give it? I forget my number score with the beer. What do I do? I you give you give a thing, but I don't think I'm supposed. To no, be writing. I think down. it's one to ten. We're gonna go five right down the middle. If I went to a hundred, it's fifty. It's I like a gobstopper beer, kind of. Every taste is different. Kind of, but it's nice. I enjoy. So that's a. Uh, that's your beer. Again, it's sampler pack, so next week it'll most likely be another one from the Sam Adams collection. Hey, Jimbo, did you know today is National Poultry Day? Poultry Day? Yes. No, I did not. So uh, what do you get when you cross a uh, chicken in a four-leaf clover? I don't know, Frank. What do you got? The cluck of the Irish. Nice. I don't know. I thought... You know, St. Patrick's Day. How was your St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, it was. It was all right. We went to Trader Joe's. Um, I listened Stocking to a podcast. Up. Yeah, went on a run. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, I've been going on a lot of runs now. Got a nice two miles in today. You know, no brag. You know, got to brag when you run. Um, but <laughs> um, 
Jimbo, uh, what's oh, no. Yes. Speak, you haven't asked me how my St. Patrick's Day oh, was. Oh, I'm so selfish. Jimbo, how was yours? Oh, I had some, some green, some green beer. Um, I believe it was the reg, original Sam Adams. Um, threw some, you know, green food coloring in there. But speaking of being act, active during this time, Frank, you're going on runs. I went deep into the DVD collection, Frank. Do you even know what a DVD is, Frank? <laughs> I do. Popped in my P90X. I haven't even talked to you about this, Frank. Do you know what the P90X is? <laughs> yes. You're going on runs. I'm quarantined inside doing my P90X. But one amazing thing that I completely forgot that's super related to our podcast. See what I did there? Super. Yes. <laughs> so there's a stretch that Tony Horton does called the pot stir. And it's basically like you kind of oh, really? you bend over, bend over a little bit. You like kind of lean one arm forward and let it dangle down there and go in like a clockwise and counterclockwise position. But while you're doing that for about 30 seconds, he's asking his little fitness friends that are doing P9X with him, call out your favorite soup, Frank, call it out. Really? So it's amazing. So we have people saying like German potato soup because the one girl's I think she's German. She said that. Another person, <laughs> another person said lobster bisque, and I got really excited. But Tony Horton was like, "I hope it's dairy free." Da da da. I'm like, "Shut up, Tony." So <laughs> I did, I'm probably a weekend, and I did P90X like years ago. Um, so I'm not. I, I don't remember if there's more of these, but so far German potato soup is one of them. Um, potato leek, I think. Um, I think they talked about the um, beet borscht, which is on our our list. We'll talk about the uh, the soup bracket. Um, so that was very exciting. So while I'm working out, I'm doing show prep as well, Frank. How about that? How about that? I'm proud of you. Thank you. That was a lot, but I wanted to get that out there and tell everyone to get motivated. I mean, we're going to start a fitness podcast the way we're going. Right? Well, every time I, like, mention exercise to, like, to Jim, he'll say, P90X. Gotta do P90X. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I own it. I mean, if I didn't have the DVDs, I wouldn't say it, but... Uh, I think you can now download an app if you want to do it and, and do it like a 2020 person. But uh, me in 2008 had the DVDs, so that's where we're living right now. Everyone who used to do P90X, but they like it's like the vegans. They tell you that <laughs> like on P90X, and they do like 12 days, and they'd be like, eh, "No, I completed. I, I completed it back in 2008, 2009." Really? And then I did 90 days, and then I did a 45-day thing, like, two or three years later after that, and then and then started getting into, like, CrossFit and all this other type of stuff. But now that you're locked in your house, you might as well be friends with Tony again. Tony. So that's <laughs> all I got, Frank. Let's, okay. let's, besides what's going on in our lives, let's see what's happening in the world. Oh, okay. Uh, here we go. Alec, Alec, come here. Okay. And now, it's time for this week in Soup News. Thank you, Alec, as always. Perfect. Soup News. They, uh, I did research. Frank did research, I know. 
he does many, many hours of research. Um, as you can imagine with what's going on, it's all about stocking up on soup, this soup, don't eat the soup until you have to eat the soup. So you know that's happening. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty of what's going on in the news, and we flew all the way to Alaska, Frank. We did. Good old Juno. Juno. I mean, when I think of Alaska, what do you can you name like another city besides Juno and perhaps Homer? I can't you know Anchorage? I, Anchorage. I'll, I'll give you Anchorage and that's it. No, there's I I watch a lot me and my father watch a lot of um like Alaska shows. But of course, I can't think of one on the Sparebanks. Okay. So uh, catch a can. Okay, that sounds like a task, but I'd rather not. <laughs> gnome, you've heard of gnome. Come Never on. heard of gnome, but I'm sure we have listeners in gnome. So thank you very much. Oh, this is Sarah Palin's Wasilla. Oh, my girl Bristol had a, had a bit of a crush on her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> really? When she was dancing with when she was dancing with the stars, <laughs> I will admit this: I've never voted for another person ever on Dancing with the Stars. My phone did text nine two seven two to vote for Bristol Palin. No way. <laughs> her sister. I can't think of her sister's name, but I saw her the other day, and I'm like, you know what? She's not bad looking. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Kodiak. I can't think of her name. She's my age. Um, Palmer. Did you know that the Palins, this is nothing. Did you know they're getting divorced, Todd and Sarah Palin? Oh, what a shame. Wasn't she just the masked singer? I think I saw something about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Todd? I don't watch that. I heard about it, but that's about yeah. it. Todd's like a huge star in Alaska. He does like the... Um, dog sleds or the mobiles or something like that. Okay, what were we talking about? The Juno Empire. I mean, this is where you get your source of news in Alaska. And again, I mean, thank you to all of our Alaskan listeners. I'm sure we have so many. But, um, yeah, this is is the soup that – what does the headline say? I can't even find the headline, Frank. Um. It is... uh, Here we go. Planet Alaska, an immune system boost from salmon head soup. Those three words. I'm just going to say that one more time. Salmon head soup. Thoughts, Frank? Well, I can't get over Juno Empire. Does that not sound like an XFL team? The (laughs) Juno Empire. (laughs) And wait, what is their logo? Their logo looks like like a, a blue moon? crab doing like a oh yeah goal, like a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> like the a blue crab is a, a NFL is an umpire or a referee. What do they call it out there? Yeah, the the referee. Are they yeah. referees or umpire uh, umpires? The empire. Sorry. Okay, sorry, we had a little, yeah, we had a little technical difficulty. We had to plug in the computer. Okay, um, I think it's, yeah, referee, but then, yeah, I think the sideline official, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll look this up, but yes, salmon. But yeah, head, this soup, soup, I mean, salmon had, the salmon, if you ever, I mean, everyone knows what a, a salmon is from, like, a steakhouse. It's, like, the nice pink, maybe some, like, pesto drizzle on top maybe like a lemon dill 
You know what I'm talking about, Frank? The lemon dill. The head of the salmon looks like a black crow fell from the sky and landed in your bowl. (laughs) It's disgusting. It does. And you know what? It does look like a bird. It 100% um, it looks like a bird. I don't think that's the most like unappealing thing in that picture though. The hard-boiled egg oh. in the soup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I you know me, I have a thing with egg in the soup going back to the ramen from a couple episodes back. This is even weirder because it's hard-boiled egg. It's not like that just egg floating in there. I don't know. This just looks like an egg soup, and they threw, like, instead of a crouton, they threw a fish head in there. So did you know that salmon have teeth on their tongue? No. Because you asked me about this. You're like, do salmon have teeth? The picture, the salmon looks like it has a tooth coming out of its snout. So, but, oh, it's yeah. it's not good to look at. If everyone can just Google that, oh wow, terrible. It's on like the the well, if you're in Pittsburgh, the rough, the rough of the mouth or on the tongue. Anyways, yes, I'm distracting myself. ADHD coming in good. Um, but anyway, cold yes. and flu season, it's good for you. It has large amounts of vitamin A, C, D, E. I mean, just the alphabet. Of vitamins, apparently. Um, Omega-3s, you know, in the omega-3s. But it's not every fish, Frank. Like, every fish can give you the omega-3s. Yeah, fish oil or whatever. Yeah. So, wild salmon have significantly more vitamin D than farm salmon, which is true. You're not supposed to have farmed fish. I do know that. I'll give you that information. Um, what else? Oh, and one thing, it's it's a big thing in in... Vietnamese culture or Filipino? Both, I think. But um, Filipino, yes. Filipino heritage enjoy the soup as uh, the soup as like a food tradition. So again, fish head is a comfort food for, for Filipinos. Not for me. To me, it's a don't look at it because I'm gonna barf. Um. So yes, this person, my dad made fish head soup. Um. I don't even want to pronounce her name just to be not be impolite. It's Wrangle Wrangleite Heidi Armstrong. Heidi said uh heat brown brown onions and celery, add oh. water and fish heads. The heads would boil till cooked. I'd like to know how you know that a fish head is cooked and then just serve oh, and then just before serving, he'd add a can or two of canned milk served with black seaweed. And we'd add salt and pepper as needed. Also, we'd bake fish heads as well as cut the fish heads in half and bake. Oh, yum. No. And I'll, I'll end with this one, Frank, before I get nauseous. It's the fish eyes, too, that's in the soup. They expect you to eat the fish eye. Yeah, but I've heard that eyeballs are good, though. Like You try I'm, one, you let me know. That's your That's your homework assignment. I wouldn't try it. Like, I wouldn't try the brains or the eyes. Anything in the head, I'm good, thanks. Everything else, like the stomach, this isn't necessarily the salmon, but this is the, like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you have to try pig intestines. It's phenomenal. I'm like, you know what? I'd try it. Like, anything, 
Like, if they're like, oh, you, I try the salmon eyeball just because I think they do that on, like, Deadliest Catch. They, like, bite the head of the fish. I don't know. I, I'd be like, mm. you, don't want an off- you don't want to offend the people. You know, Jim wouldn't care. Jim would be like, no, nope. I'm not going to see you again. Thanks. Nope. Okay. That's why <laughs> I think in the future we would travel together. And I would just say, no, nope, can't do it. You want, here, Frank, you can have mine. There you <laughs> right? go. I'd so sit hard. back. I'd ha- I would sit back with my blueberry Samuel Adams. It doesn't matter where we are. We could be in Thailand. I'll have the blueberry Sam- Samuel Adams, whatever I'm eat drinking over here. And there you go. Frank would have to eat the uh, the fish eye for me. <laughs> you know mountain, that's mountain berry. You want to get it right, just for the folks at home. <laughs> You know that's something you would do, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Jim would be like, yeah, Frank will try it. Oh, I'm, I'm on a diet right now. I'm doing paleo. And yeah. You would believe it, though. Like, anyone sees Jim, they'd be like, yeah, that guy's probably doing paleo. Wow. Um, no, it's not like a, you know, you're from California. You know, got to get, you know, stay in shape for soup sea or soup frick surf season, you know, Santa Monica. <laughs> but, you know, you you could say like, ah, I'm vegan, thanks, even though you yeah. Here's the thing, that's that homemade soup you were talking about whoever, um Helen, was that her name that you said? Hi. Making that Heidi. It looks great if you remove the fish. Like, everything else about the soup that she's making looks very healthy, very nice. Why do you got to put the fish head in there? Just throw a <laughs> chicken in there, and and it's probably just as good. And maybe take an omega-3 um, pill afterwards. Well, in uh, um, my conversation with uh, Dom, um, our interview, we talked about how soup, like, kind of like the start of soups or whatever, um, and how, like, it was based, like, chili, that was, like, the main thing we focused on, talking about how, like, chili, like, why beans were added, you know, it's to, like, you know, you made a soup with, like, scraps or whatever to um, get further along, you know, Depression-era stuff, you know, groceries aren't cheap in Alaska, like, a pack of water, like, a 12-pack is, like, 10 bucks or whatever, like, a gallon of milk. Really? Oh, yeah. I've gone in the rabbit hole of Alaska food shopping halls. It's disgusting. Like, if you're not in, like, Fairbanks, it's, like, super expensive at, like, anywhere. A lot of people use Amazon just because it's, like, way cheaper for them to use Amazon. Interesting. But that's, like, the whole, you know, salmon, if you watch, like, Mounted Men or Life Below Zero, they make these salmon wheels and, you know, they catch the salmon go upstream. Um, did you know that salmon that go downstream are, like, dead? They're, like, rotting. Oh. And they're just trying to prolong life? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't... Like, working like, harder? Right, yeah. The ones that go downstream, that go, like, with the current, like, are, like, zombie fish, basically. Um Folks at home, leave us a review and tell me if I'm wrong about that. Five stars, though, or I won't read it. Frank, um, I gotta say, that yes, I'm almost done with the beer. Yes, it's growing on me. Is it? It's God's growing awful. on me a little bit. I'm telling you, it's 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 kind of changing. It's not as berry. Um, change of score. Breaking news: We're gonna go five point seven out of ten, or that's a fifty-seven out of. Um, hundred. Yeah. Numbers are hard, but that's okay. We'll get there. <laughs> that's all right. 
Um, but yes, I think that they use this just because, like, you know, they catch a lot of salmon, and so they're probably like, you know what, we'll, like, throw the head in a pot, you know, it's probably good, get that nice eyeball gunk in the soup for flavor, Ugh. and, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know, I'd try it, I don't think, Jim, would you try that? Definitely not. Apparently, I would our- love to see you try it, though. Oh, I would eat the heck out of that. And Grant, um, Elmer, Grandpa Elmer, you know, our favorite. Um, Elmer. What a says, name. His favorite parts are the salmon cheeks. Um, says that salmon chowder is one of his favorites. You would eat salmon chowder. You, you're a chowder guy. Come on, Jim. I'm telling you, if it's not the head, if you cut up pieces of salmon and throw it in a chowder, 100% of my, my new favorite soup. And and it would 100% be on next year's soup bracket of of soups that are going to be uh, – it's a little segue action, Frank, if you didn't know, because we're going to talk about that later. But, but, yeah, if it was not the fish head, I would try it. Okay, this is your – this is just to wrap this up. This is your paragraph. As I sip the salmon head broth, I'm reminded not everyone can stomach eating fish eyeballs or the smell of fish soup simmering on the stove. As a kid, I was grossed out when people pop the fish eyeballs Mm. in their mouth. Mm. I don't mind them now, but they aren't my favorite part. And then this is my favorite parts. Oh, my favorite parts are the salmon cheeks. My Grandpa Elmer says that the salmon chowder is one of his favorite foods. Thanks, Um, Grandpa Elmer. So, yes, um... I guess that's a good segue. I should have had Alec. Uh, do Do you have anything else to add to the article? That's what that's it. That's your soup news. We wanted to switch it up, make it on the lighter side, and I think we accomplished that. You're welcome. You're welcome, super super fans out there. It's time to see what the soup guys have tried this week. Uh, nice. Alec, good good job, bud. A little he's on point. Yeah, he's I mean, pretty good. You know why? Because he, he, we're, we're not putting him to work this time. I mean, this week he's not in school. Mm. Like, schools are closed. He's just sitting there waiting. He's got that button ready to push. Yeah, I've seen him, like, out back. He's, like, playing ball with himself, you know. Tossing the glove. Yeah, like, with the tennis ball. Yeah, I, yeah, tennis I, ball. Yeah, I want to go out there, but I'm like, eh, then I'm going to have to hold a conversation. We okay. should get him um, We should get him a tetherball court. A tetherball. Were you good at tetherball? Tetherball is a very difficult sport, number one. And if you're playing by yourself, it could be very dangerous. I'm not saying that I have, but you, you see Napoleon Dynamite, right? No. Oh, my God. There's a scene where he's doing that, and the ball just goes crazy. But um, anyway, change the subject. Soup's that we tried, Frank. I'll go first. I know you have some crazy news with your soup. Um, And I will go, and I will talk about mine. It's Unfortunately, I know the fans want to hear another live soup tasting, but I'm saving – I'm, I'm saving my cans of soup for, for this, this time, Frank. So we'll see as the weeks go by if I need to pop open that Campbell's that I was talking about last time. But in the meantime, I had soup from Noodles & Co. And I talked about Noodles & Co. a couple episodes ago. But this time, I tried the Thai chicken soup, Frank. Whoa. Thai chicken soup from Noodles & Co. It is, I have the description right here for you, 
coconut curry chicken soup with onion, cabbage, red bell pepper, lemongrass, lime, galangal, whatever that is, turmeric, shiitake mushrooms, carrots, and shallots. Lots of ingredients in there. And when I'm giving you all these ingredients, please know that it's all kind of chopped up very finely. You can't really tell that there's anything in there. It just provides the flavor. Um, And there are – you can tell that there's chicken. The chicken is kind of like shredded in there. But interesting with this soup, Frank, is I went and, of course, when you go to Noodles & Co., you got to get some sort of noodle as your meal, and the soup is almost like a little side. Right. I saved the soup. For the next day lunch. Whoa! Get out of here. Power move, Frank. Especially with this soup, because the next day I was happy after microwaving it that it thickened up a little bit as opposed to like being on the watery side. And it was almost like a little bisque, a Thai chicken bisque. Also, I did add croutons. I'm sorry. Take that back. Rewind the tape. I added. Oyster crackers, Frank, to it, because this was my lunch. Again, we're rationing food. We're making sure we're good. My entire lunch was the soup with the oyster crackers, and it was very good, Frank. The smell, the the flavor had a bit of a spice. You don't have to add any hot sauce. If you don't like spicy soups, probably not for you. Um, like I said, it wasn't watery. It had a nice kind of creamy, but not... Not overly creamy, but a nice little taste to it. Final score for the Noodles & Co. Thai Chicken Soup. 8.4. Whoa. All right, let me put that on the board. 8.4, Frank. I think we lost Frank. He fell trying to write the score down. He's on the ground. I'm just typing. 8.4? There he is. 8.4, Frank. Noodles and Co. Thai chicken soup. I love noodles. By the way, I'm the mayor of Noodles and Co. That's all I'm going to say. I'm the mayor of that place. Do you, I bet Jimbo gets. Do you get the tea there, like the lemon tea or whatever? Don't they no. have like no, just water? Or do we Free, get like we go we go freestyle machine, make a like some nice little uh, Coke action with some cherry vanilla. I do. I when I first saw the freestyle back in 2011, middle school Frank, I thought this is the future. This is the Jetsons. Now it doesn't taste the same. Now I'm like, well, I just drink water. Like I haven't had soda in like three months, but you know, not a brag. It's just I don't know. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> the guy's running two miles a day. He's not drinking soda. Let's all be like Frank. He's eating fish eyes. <laughs> uh, I was looking for your noodles and co. Uh, last thing, you gave the uh, tomato basil bisque 8.1. Ooh, see, this is better. 100%, this is better. I've actually had this before. They closed down our uh, Noodles & Co. like a couple years ago, but um, there was a one, like, anyways, down the sh- not down the street, but it's like 10 miles away from the dead one. Um, there was a cafe that moved into it. It sucks. They're, like, never open. Um but yes, I remember it's like a it's like a milky broth, right? You like mm-hmm. ingredients. I thought it was pretty good, like the when I had it like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same soup. Well, the um 
they do, I have this rant about them because they used to have they have chopsticks there. They used to have them. They have them. Yeah. They had these holders for the kids. They had like these plastic um holder um things for the chopsticks. So it was like you know a little fulcrum or whatever. Look at that big word. Um, and they took them away probably because we like used to grab like 10 of them per trip and like pop them in the bag. I love that you don't have to go up and ask for a to go container. That's That's what I love about them. That's like my favorite thing because antisocial introvert Frank hates because my mother's always like, can you give me a box? So like (laughs) I have to go up. Can I get a box? And they're like, yep, I got it. What size? I'm like, this. oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anything else to add about your review, Jimbo? That's it. Loved it. All right. So, Frank has his review. I do not know what song I'm singing. Um, so, Jimbo, what is my song that I hopefully know? Okay, Frank, your song... I think it's going to be just the chorus. I don't want you to go crazy with the verses because that could be a little fast and I don't know for you. It's the end of the world as we know it. That's okay. your that's your hook. That's your hook, Frank. I haven't heard. Okay. I was going to say. Um, because like the verses are very intense. Right. It's like. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have faith you can do that if you want to really go for it, but I'm giving you the softball. It's not time for you to get the major leagues, if you know what I'm saying. Right. We're in like double A right now. Yeah. Um, you're like you're like Tim Tebow at the plate, and I don't want you to go up and you know get up to the major leagues. Okay. Yes, I think I can make this work. I haven't heard the song in like a couple weeks, but okay. <laughs> go for it. So I'm just singing the hook, right? The... Yes. Yes. That's what I think we want. Okay. Well, I feel like this is going to go terrible. Jimbo, I had some soup served by robot. <laughs> now I just want to say the end of the world. Okay. I had some soup served by robot. Yes. It was a Delaware Dover, to be specific. Nice. <laughs> it was a Cajun chowder soup. And it was, well, I said that served by a robot, and it was fine. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Well, my father ordered it, but I had a taste of the soup. I don't think this is working, but I've already committed to it. The problem is that there was a waitress with the soup, and it wasn't the robot specifically that handed it to me. It was the waitress. Let me get it by the robot. Like, I get that she needs her tip, but I want the soup from the robot. But that's not the review. (laughs) Here we go. We're getting back into it. It wasn't very flavorful. And now I'm losing it. It was, it had a lot of potato, which happens a lot with those seafood soups because they're cheap with their seafood. It didn't taste like a lot. I'm getting jumbled with the song. It wasn't very flavorful. It kind of reminded me. You know that, like, muddy water of, like, those rivers? You know that, like, you know muddy, what I'm talking Muddy river water? 
Yeah. Yeah. It looked like that. Um, but it was uh, pretty good, but it wasn't as good as the crawfish. I would give it a 4.7 gym. That's it's uh, the... Uh, oh, you can sing. You can sing. There you go. Ah, it's that... ruined. <laughs> it's review for me. As you know it. <laughs> oh, you should have just committed more, and I'd stop talking. That's the review. Nice. I feel like that wasn't that bad. That was great. <laughs> okay. Especially acapella. Okay, putting it on the board. Alright, so this robot. Does the robot talk to you, Frank? And and uh, again, I, I love the song, but people are into the song and the, and the words, the lyrics. And then I think you need to give a little recap on what it is, because I completely forgot what the soup was and where you got it and all that. <laughs> so it was Robot Captain Crabs. And so that's like, the name of the restaurant? Yeah. The problem with it is I don't think – I think it was just called Captain Crabs, and they decided the business is slow, so they decided to add robots to it. Um, well, to be fair, we wouldn't have gone to it if it didn't have robots. There you go. Um, so, yeah, it was um, like – There's only one. Oh, no, there's one – wait, is it in Newark or Dover? Oh, what is it Newark? I don't know. I've, yes, it was, it's in Newark, Delaware, yes. Um, I don't even know where I went. Newark, I'm sorry, it's Newark for those Delawareans, is that what it is? This website is, is awful, by the way, but okay. Oh, there's the robot, oh, that's cool, he's got a little happy face, um, oh, wow, this is interesting. Oh, they have different names, did you know this? No. So the food runner with the little shelves... His name is Dexter. The hostess is Shirley. She's the one with the menu board. Um, and then, and then, there's another food runner called Sheldon, and another hostess called Callie. So you got your soup from the one with the shelves, right? Right. Yeah. And did you order from the one with the screen? No, it was a waitress with a uh, iPad. But the problem is Shelly. I think the helter or no, Shelly's the is the there's three server. there's another one so there's alvin is a food runner sheldon is a food runner and dexter is a food runner who's the hostess shirley and callie shirley i think it was shirley probably um we got you know we were like given they like put in the whatever to table that we go to and you know they the robot showed us their table and then there was these people that sat next to us and um, it wouldn't stop going. It was like, thank you. Please let me go back to work. Thank you. Please let me go back to work. It's time for me to go to back to work now. It wouldn't, like, go back. They were, wow. like, sitting down. And it was just, like, it was in a rut. So I, don't, I forget what they did. They, like, slapped it or something, but oh, it wow. went back to work. They got a pretty good um, happy hour for but it. Yeah, it was go very aggressive. No. Why? Oh. Three to five, Monday through Friday. You can get um, Cajun fries for just two bucks. Right. You can get a nice little two-hearted ale. I bet that's a local beer for five bucks. Um, get some wine. All wine is $4. Yeah, it was in- – okay, so apparently two-hearted ale is from Bell's Brewing Company, which is – um, I'm pretty sure from New Holland, Michigan, 
Um, it's, it has a trout, though. It's a salmon. I had no idea. I was saying I'm pretty sure because I think my family in Michigan drinks this. Anyways, that has nothing. To, oh, very cool logo. It has like a trout on there or salmon. Oh, you can get a hockey jersey. Okay, this has nothing to do with the thing. Um, Jim, you should look this up after the pod. Um, wait, can you get a puzzle? Wait, you're on the wrong wait, web, website are you on? I'm just look. I just looked up Bell's Two Hearted Ale. Oh, or I'm just Two Hearted. I thought you meant Robot Captain Crab's website. No, but it's really cool. The logo. Okay, um, ADHD going out of control. So, um, well, now when I look up this like Two Hearted Ale, there's like this picture of like this ugly sweater shirt, and this guy has like a nipple piercing of like the ornaments. I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's from wish.com. Why is this an ad? Okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I was, we were the, okay. I'm not even going to talk about it, but let's just say I, we were the only white people in this restaurant. I wow. have a problem with it, but yeah, we were like, I apparently, like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a weird restaurant. Not that, I'm not, okay, just to be clear, it, the waitress was kind of weird. She had a lot of tattoos. And it was, like, kind of, like, the floor was kind of sticky, and it didn't help that my uh, two-year-old, well, he's three now, my three-year-old cousin threw a fit in the restaurant um, and everyone looked at us. Oh, yeah, because we went to this has nothing to do with soup, but we went. To, he needed to go to the bathroom. I just needed to wash my hands because, you know, I had um, crawfish or whatever. And so he um, needs to wash. He of course, he didn't need to go and he didn't need to wash his hands. Well, he had one of my cars from like years ago and I um, I took it from him or whatever. I had it in my back pocket so we didn't forget it. Well, he refused, after I washed my hands, he refused to leave the bathroom. So I turned to open the door or whatever, and he grabbed the car out of my back pocket and then, like, made a scene in the bathroom. Luckily, no one was there. So I had the door open for a good minute, and he wouldn't leave. My mother came around, and she basically, like, had to carry him out of there. It was It was an ordeal, Jim. It was... Yeah. And I'm happy that you're able to live to tell that tale. He's, yeah, he's a little monster. Love the kid, though. Silas, if you're listening. It sounds like a great place. If I'm ever in the (laughs) Newark area, I'm stopping by during happy hour, of course. And I think I'll go with the gumbo. I think I saw gumbo on the menu, Frank. I'll let you know how that is. Yeah, I didn't order the soup. My father did. I'm like, oh, I have a soup podcast here. Let me try it. (laughs) Oh, why, thank you, Frank. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm like, you know, I should try. You know, I don't, I do a lot for this podcast. I carry the load. But do I try soup as much as I probably should? Hey, hey, you've, you put your effort in, Frank, and we know that you <laughs> yeah. do. Um, Speaking of trying soups, yes. I think that we've tried enough today. The people want, we know why they're here. We set it up last week. It's time, Frank, to go through round one. Yes. The soup bracket is here. Battle of the Bulls. Round one. 
Oh, God, Frank. I'm going to go first. Are you ready for this? I don't know uh, if I'm even ready for this. This is going to be in live time Hold going on to through our first round. I'm, I'm literally like my palms are sweating. I'm going for this. This you is going to be crazy. Mom spaghetti? That's, this is going to be it right now. We're in Jimbo's bracket again. We're going to go all the way down. Yes. There's no, like, regions here because, you know what, soup is soup and man up. That's what I say. So we're going to have all yeah. of going down. So here we go, Frank. Lobster bisque versus roasted cauliflower soup. you got to feel bad for the roasted cauliflower. Who Cauliflower is making resurgence, but mm-hmm. – I think we all know where this is going, Jim. I mean, spring has sprung, but not enough for cauliflower to get through. Lobster bisque wow. going through, as predicted, to the next round. Here we go, Frank. Chicken noodle soup versus cream of asparagus. Ugh. Ooh. Cream of asparagus. Again, this is where... People like that soup. I'm not a fan of that. And chicken noodle, that's a classic soup. This is prob- This is the Beyonce of soup. This is a sexy soup to a lot of people. This is a tough one, Frank. This is a tough one. I'm going to go, as much as I hate to say it, chicken noodle soup is wow. going. Just It was a close matchup with that one. I was really hoping for the asparagus to come through, but chicken noodle soup is just set that much of a staple. Had to keep going. All right, Frank. New England clam chowder versus the lentil soup. Lentil is a team that or a team a soup that could make a run, but it's the problem is it's getting again a jimbo staple of a New England clam chowder, and you gotta feel for lentil soup. They got into the tournament, but I I just don't see this upset happening. I don't know, Frank. They didn't show up. It's New England clam chowder all the way. Lentil soup was just a failure in that matchup. A failure. Failure. Wow, they, not they even. Need- it. They need to show up better next year. Yeah, All right, Frank. Like a thought on the claim ch- or on the lentil soup. Nope, lentil soup out in the dust. We're, we're continuing on. The pasta vazool versus the cold cucumber soup. I mean, the cold soups just get slaughtered on this podcast. I don't see this happening. I'm pasta vazool. I it could get an upset if it got a different matchup it's in a tough bracket i don't see it going much further but i see it winning easily in this matchup oh frank you thought you were going to have a perfect bracket cold cucumber soup. get out of here i mean it's just it's playing on ice that's what it is got through pasta bazool go back to olive garden where you have your family because here you're not welcome. Next one, <laughs> butternut squash soup versus a chicken and dumpling. Ooh, so we have a winter soup versus a fall soup here. Jimbo loves his fall soups. So you got to give the edge to the butternut squash here. And you are correct. Butternut squash, yeah. moving on. Butternut squash, moving on. I know chicken and dumpling's a big favorite, especially, you know, Getting some, it's a hearty meal right there, but 
butternut squash, it just takes a lot to make, number one, and it's hard to find a good one. This is a good one moving forward. Next one, matzo ball soup versus tomato basil. So matzo ball is a lot of people's chicken noodle soup. This is, you know, the flu season. Mama makes some matzo ball soup. But Jimbo has the noodle and company bias for tomato basil soup or bisque or whatever reigns supreme. So I think that's the noodle and company bias is going to come through here. I think it's a tomato basil soup day. Tomato basil is going through, and I can't wait for next week when that's butternut squash versus tomato basil. That's going to be an epic matchup. Here we go, Frank. Next, egg drop soup versus the beet borscht. All right, so I don't think that Jimbo's ever had a borscht before. I could be wrong, but I think that the Chinese food... You know, that staple of the egg drop soup, not my top Chinese soup, a Chinese restaurant soup, but I think you got to give the edge to the egg drop soup, who I think is going to get out of here. It's going to get roughed up from the beef, or the beef, the beef borscht, but I don't think it's going to get up. Borscht, 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 moving (laughs) forward. Whoa! I just egg dropped. That soup, down. It's over. A beef borscht going through. Next one, Frank. This is the royal wedding. The royal wedding we've all been waiting for. The cameras are on. Consume princess versus the Italian wedding. I don't know how Consume princess got the seating. Italian wedding, I think, is easily cruising through here. I don't... I'm sorry, Consummate Princess, not your year. Italian wedding cruises. <sighs> I mean, I love a good Consummate Princess. The peas, the carrots. Ugh. Italian wedding, it's just a festival for everybody. That's Yeah! Next up, Frank, Manhattan clam chowder versus... The potato leek soup. So I, a friend of the show, friend of mine, thinks that potato leek should make a run through this tournament. But unfortunately, it's not in my bracket, so I can't make him happy. It's going against a Jimbo staple here of a clam chowder. Manhattan doesn't necessarily get the edge for Jimbo, if I'm correct. But I do think that Manhattan is making a big... I mean, this is a Kansas in this tournament. And I think this Kansas in Manhattan Glam Chowder is going to go through easy. Manhattan's going through. Can you imagine, Frank, if we have a New England versus Manhattan later in this tournament? That's going to be crazy. Going on, baked potato soup versus a beef vegetable soup. Ooh. So Jimbo likes his potato soups. I think he recently talked about a baked potato soup, if I'm not wrong, as a side. Does that bias go through for him? They'll be vegetable, a diner classic. Jim, you know, he loves those Jersey diners, but you got to give it to the baked potato soup. Got to give that an edge. Frank's got the mindset locked in. Baked potato soup moving on. Next one, the goulash. That's fun to say. Versus a cheese soup. Wow. Polar opposites. What we got? Goulash. That's a... Borscht went through, so the goulash has a chance. But the cheese soup, a little bit of an underdog here. 
I think that the Chiefs, I, this is a tough, I gotta give the edge to the cheese soup though. The goulash is goulashing through. Here we go, Frank. We're going to keep moving on. We got a lot of soups to get through. This one's a tough one. If you know me, I just reviewed one. The cream of mushroom soup versus uh, the blue lump crab bisque. Blue lump crab is a team that could win it all. I don't get how it got this seeding. Luckily, got out of the fray of the seafood soups. This is a team that I think could go all the way. I think we all know where Jimbo's going here. I think it's Blue Lump all the way. Daba D, Daba Die, Blue Lump Crab Soup <laughs> moving through. All right, Frank. Pumpkin Bisque versus Curry Noodle. So Butternut makes a run in the top bracket. I think that Pumpkin makes a nice run for this gorgeous bisque category. I think pumpkin soup takes is easy. You'd be wrong, Frank. Curry noodles. Get out of here. Curry noodles going through. Very excited for they showed up. They and I think it had something to do with my my Thai chicken soup from from Noodles and Co. Because there is some curry in that guy. Moving on, this is the weird one. All of our weird folks are waiting for this matchup. (laughs) Pickle soup versus the bat soup. All right. So, bat soup, thanks for coming. You might have caused an epidemic here. Pickle soup, easy. Probably it's the only way it's getting a victory. Pickle soup. Pickle soup going through. All right, Frank, got two more matchups. Here we go. Gazpacho versus split pea and ham. Ooh, the chilled cucumber soup. Big upset here. That's like a Middle Tennessee, Michigan State upset, but I do think that split pea, I'm going to go against the cold soup again. Let's go with a split pea and ham. Split pea and ham, Frank. Yeah. Sorry, Gaspacho. Sorry, Gaspacho. It was close. That was a close one. Now, ultimate close one. The chicken, this is the final one for the Jimbo bracket side. Chicken tortilla soup. Versus chicken enchilada soup. Very similar. What's going to happen? The chicken tortilla soup is a Jimbo staple. He likes the tortilla soup, but does he go fancy with its richer redheaded cousin of the chicken enchilada? I feel like Jimbo's going... This is a tough one, and I talked about this last week, that this is going to be one of the matchups of the tournament... I think chicken tortilla probably has more staying power, but I'm going to go for the upset with the enchilada. Ooh, tortilla all the way. They just have their game plan down. You never know where we're going to get with enchilada soup. Tortilla, you kind of know where you're getting. They're moving on. That's going to be a good matchup. Split pea ham soup versus chicken tortilla next week. And that's a Jimbo bracket. Let's, uh, let's go over. Let's get some music, Frank. I'm, I'm pumped up after that. I'm excited. We got some good matchups next week. Yeah. All right. So in the in the Frank bracket, we have Maryland crab versus shrimp bisque. Oh my God! It's it's the seafood versus seafood. Maryland crab 
versus Shrimp Bisque. I don't know. Frank loves his little Maryland trips. I'm going to go Maryland just based off of that, but it's a tough one. Personally, I think I would go Shrimp, but I want to be biased. Let's go, Frank. What we got? Maryland Crab. Maryland Crab makes it to the next one. All right. What we got next? Chicken Corn Chowder versus Pho. Ooh, polar opposites a bit. We know Frank's kind of partial towards that pho. Ooh, but chicken corn corn chowder can definitely go all the way. Three C's, but not today. I'm going pho. No, chicken corn chowder. All right, that's going to be a good one, the Maryland Crab versus Chicken Corn Chowder. We're going to go three C's. That's his new nickname. Hashtag three C's if you want Chicken Corn Chowder to go all the way. What we got, Frank, next? Vegetarian vegetable versus cheeseburger. <laughs> Vegetarian vegetable <laughs> versus cheeseburger. I mean, this has got a trending Twitter feud written all over it. <sighs> Cheeseburger soup. That's what I think he's going with. It's going to be a tough one. Jimbo, having a tough day. Vegetarian. If you've been ke- keeping up with Frank's reviews, I've been digging the vegetarian vegetable. It's moving through. Wow. All right. All right. Sorry. Yes. Stuffed pepper versus alphabet. Stuffed pepper versus alphabet. Who wants to know their ABCs? I don't know. Stuffed pepper. It's just a lot of vegetables going on there. What we got, Frank? Stuffed pepper. Nice. Moving right. on. Should have Ch- went with the one, two, threes instead of the ABCs. <laughs> Chicken orzo versus minestrone. Oh, a battle of the cans. We know you bought both of these on your shopping spree this week. Chicken orzo, a staple for Campbell's. Minestrone also, but maybe leaning more towards progresso. I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't want to say it's right up the middle. What we got, Frank? Chicken orzo. Whoa, the orzo moving on. Chicken and naki versus wonton. Oof. Battle of the somewhat dumpling-esque things. Chicken and gnocchi versus wonton soup. As much as the whole world is rooting for that gnocchi to go through, hashtag Italy, we know Frank loves his wontons. I think the people know. Frank, what do we got? Wow, I thought Jimbo wasn't going to snip this one out. Wonton, moving through. Wonton, moving on. Oof. All right, next. Turtle soup versus cream of crab. Ooh. Both interesting in their own way. One a little bit more hard to find. Will we see one more? I can't believe I'm doing this. Turtle soup moving through. Oh, the cream of crab. Don't worry, folks. You know you have some crab on the Jimbo side, but that's going to be interesting. Could you imagine if there's a blue lump crab versus turtle soup in the final? It's possible. This one's probably my toughest one. Cabbage soup versus Brunswick stew. Oh, my God. Both hearty. I'm just picturing Frank on the stove watching it simmer. Brunswick stew is a is kind of the sleeper, but cabbage soup, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards cabbage, but what we got? There's a lot of vegetables here, a lot of vinegar flavor. I like the cabbage soup that's moving through. Ooh, 
balling on a budget. Going on. Jimbo, this is the murderer's row. This is the one that I think you're going to have some fun with. Broccoli and cheddar versus French onion. The staples. When you go to your local hands, when you go to the local (laughs) steakhouse, they only got these two on there. You're battling with these every time you're looking at the menu. Do you go broccoli cheddar? Do you go French onion? They're both good powerhouses. How are they against each other first round? I don't even know how to pick one. Go for it. This is the soup that got me into soup. Broccoli cheddar. Nice. Oh, French onion. I can't believe we're not going to see that one moving forward. That's sad. A lot of fans crying right now over that one. Big upset, in my opinion, because I think French onions should keep on moving. You've got it. See, here's one thing, because we're going to get some controversy. You can't have – you've got to give the other soups. Why even have them in here if you're going to put them up against murdering soups? So that's why I'm like, get these two out of the way first. And then we'll see the contenders and give the other soup some room to move and some momentum in this bracket. Jimbo, Mr. Right. Soup versus Navy Bean. Oh, Oof. if you know Frank, you know that he loves his miso soup. I feel like he doesn't have enough substance, not enough people on the bench to really get going. Navy Bean, a whole army, probably the wrong word because it's a Navy, but I'm going Navy Bean. I really like the flavor of the miso soup, and that's what's moving it through. Whoa, no more navy bean. Miso soup. Miso looking forward to broccoli cheddar (laughs) versus miso. What we got next? Hot and sour versus smoke trout chowder. Oh, my God. Hot and sour. I don't know. Smoke trout chowder. I feel like it's just... New to the scene, not many people rooting for it. Hot and Sour is going to have a nice fan base for it, going Hot and Sour. Yes, Hot and Sour, moving through. And now we have, this is going to be tough for Jim, Split Pea versus Chashu Ramen. Oh, the cousin of the Split Pea and Ham on my side. I'm kind of looking forward to them battling, but... I might be biased. I'm going to go split pea over the ramen. Yes, yeah, split pea. Whoa! Huge move moving on. Hot pot versus white bean and sausage. Oh, I feel like the the, the bean community is, is holding on by the skin of their teeth. Hot pots just simmering hot. White bean, I think you can do it. You have the leverage. Let's do it. Jimbo sniffing them out. I like the kale part of the white bean. White bean and sausage moving through. Nice. Thai coconut curry versus turkey noodle. Ooh. The nice flavor, the smoothness of Thai coconut curry, and then the heartiness of just lots of ingredients, turkey noodle. That's a tough one. Ooh. Going turkey noodle. I feel like Frank wants some heartiness. Yes, turkey noodle moving through. Go. All right. Two more. Spicy tantan versus pepper pot. Wow. In its own realm, just out of nowhere, out of left field, if you will, the tantan is trying to do a can-can dance, so I'm going to go with them. No. Pepper pot, I had it on a cruise, really like it. The pepper pot moving through. 
Pepper Pie in our final matchup for the first round of Battle of the Bulls, Super an Easy Bracket. Besides Brunswick Stew and Cabbage, probably the toughest one, Black Bean Soup versus Laksa. Oof. I mean, personally, Black Bean Soup sometimes hits the spot. I'm thinking it's going to hit the win. Jimbo, Black Bean Soup, moving on. Nice. Wow. Play some music. Clap it up for that one. Yes. We got through it, Frank. First round in the books. Come on. Oh, of course it's loading. Frick. Okay. There we go. Let me just... Let's, like, just, like, preview some of these matchups here, Jim. I mean, let's talk about pickle soup versus curry noodle. Is curry noodle going to make a run in this tournament? Could be. I mean, it doesn't have a lot. It's now split pea and ham and tortilla is going to be a tough one, but you could see the momentum. Big upset against the pumpkin bisque. Stranger things have happened come tournament time. And then also look at your bracket. Let's look at to butternut versus tomato basil. I mean, two that, staples. That's the fall classic right there. But then you have maybe the toughest match of the tournament, lobster bisque versus chicken noodle soup. That is prime time matchup. Very excited to see what's going to happen with that. Put the kids to bed. <laughs> but yes, uh, Maryland crab versus chicken corn chowder in my bracket is probably one of the deciders of who's going to make a run in this tournament. Jim, your thoughts? Um, I mean, that too. And my eyes are locked in on wonton soup and chicken orzo. I mean, if you want some nice noodle action, boom, you saw it right there. So, yeah, I some upsets we saw, I think everyone at home is going to be talking about that cold cucumber soup upset. I didn't see it Jim, coming, Jim. Can you just give me some, like, your mindset about that pick? The cold cucumber almost made it, but sometimes cold turns to hot and it loses its flavor. That's kind of what happened to them. They couldn't make it through with the temperature. Wait. Didn't cold cucumber soup go through, though, against pasta fagul? Hold on. I thought you were talking about the, uh, the gazpacho. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cold, cu- cold cucumber. Cold cucumber. That made it through. Don't worry. They kept the temperature. Pasta fagul, like I said, Olive Garden, they got too greedy. They were like, oh, we're in the chain restaurants. We're doing it. Now you're not. Got to go back to the gym. Yeah, gazpacho, I did. we don't love gazpacho on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Our first podcast, we ripped it apart, and that's why I thought cold cucumber soup, I don't see making a move in here. And then you see it where it upset. Now, pasta fagul, I don't think was that strong. Didn't have a lot of legs to stand on, but, yeah, that was that was a big matchup. Jim, anything else to add before we uh, close up shop here? Uh, going through them, I just want to – we'll do this every time. The one that you're sad to see the most, and I'm going to go on your bracket. You know, at this point, I'm really sad to see the cream of crab. But knowing that I have some seafood on my side, we're going to get through it. A little I, tear for the cream of crab. I thought you were going French onion. You seem oh, yeah. really upset so about many. that one. There were so many. The French onion is definitely one. Um, equal. Equal in the tears. I just, 
Broccoli cheddar. Broccoli cheddar is the one that got me into soup. And it's one that's readily available. French onion. I love ya. Thanks for coming. I have ya a lot. That's like probably your main staple. Uh, see, broccoli ched, some chicken noodle soup, and uh, broccoli, what did I say? French onion, broccoli ched, and chicken noodle are your, in New England are your mainstays. So, yeah, broccoli ched, a contender, but there's some in my bracket that we'll see about the the matchups, but Jim, this is going to be a fun one next week. Buckle up, people. Awesome. With that, Frank, I think we've destroyed the Sioux podcast world with this content. Great week. You ready to close this one out? Yes, Jim, take it away. Supernate, supernate, easy man. Supernate, supernate, easy man. Supernate, supernate, easy man.